drinking this like rose bubbles oh my god i'm jealous i I I love rose with bubbles. underwood oh i like their canned wine it's literally canned wine but it just (laughs) is like a seltzer like it has bubbles i don't know i don't usually like bubbles like seltzer things because i can't chug them (laughs) (laughs) i love canned wine oh my god you guys my be real is going off I got to take it. I don't understand being real. You need to teach I don't me. Understand. You know, most what of the time it? I am sitting on the couch looking at my phone. So it's not cool, but what, it's it only this... goes off once a day. Yeah. And you have to take a picture of what you're doing. And at the same time, it takes a picture of what your face looks like. How fast do you have to do it? Wait, this is like actually. Notification? I think it gives you like five minutes. That's fast. Yeah. This is a uh, very opportunistic or like manifested that it went off during our podcast i know yeah because wow. it goes off at different times every day wow are you gonna take it or did you yeah, yeah it's it. loading yeah. i don't know what it's doing but I do can, I. i'll I do a it video of a girl at a harry styles concert and her she's like trying to take a be real and he's like right in front of her and it like <laughs> oh my god loading and she starts crying <laughs> it's so funny is this like a new gen z thing did i like miss yeah it? It is. My cousin taught me, my little cousin. She's my little cousin. She's 20. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So have you guys seen like the new like flip phones? Yes. Okay. Let me just tell the story. So I was going to Xfinity to like set up internet and this is my real. (laughs) This is my hand, my talking hand in the phone. (laughs) And like, you know how I don't know if you know this, but like Xfinity has like a mobile or whatever. And like, everyone's always trying to like sell you mobile with internet, whatever. And they're selling like Google Pixel phones right now. And I was like, who has a Google Pixel phone? And like everybody in the store had a Google Pixel, some version of it. I was like, okay, never mind. Foot in the mouth, whatever. But I was like, does anyone actually use those flip phones? And like two of the guys pulled out their like flip phones, like the touchscreen flip phones. What I was like, heck? I just can't, I just don't, I don't understand. Maybe it's because like, been there, done that. Like it was not great. This influencer girl I follow, Lauren Geraldo, she does like sponsorships for the new flip phone. And it's always so cute because she does like cute outfits, like 2000s outfits and then like you, flips the phone. Oh, that's fine. You think she uses it like? No. Actually? <laughs> no, I do not. Calling I think it she does the advertisements and like maybe she uses it like occasionally for other things but it's definitely not her main phone I always think that when I see phone advertisements for like weird phones like no yeah. you're posting this from your iPhone Google Pixel <laughs> you're, you're taking the you're filming the full content with your iPhone it's like the tweet <laughs> says like sent from my iPhone <laughs> So downloading Be Real. Yeah. I can't decide if I want to get it. I don't have any friends. So if you guys uh, download it, we could be friends. Yeah, that's what I didn't. I didn't want to get it because I felt like I didn't even know anyone on it. Well, we can make it a thing. So our community can all be on Exactly. This segues into our podcast topic, I believe. We are talking about making friends as adults and whether internet friends are real friends. Okay, do we do our intros? I'm Maggie. I'm Brittany. And I'm Devin. And this is So Glad We're Friends. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I feel like I'm the only one that says yes. Like, I feel like that was a very millennial thing. I use it, like, interchangeably. Yeah, I say it, like, over text. But, like, in person, like, out loud, I'm never like, yeah. (laughs) Because when I type it out, sometimes I'm like, wait do gen z's say this or am i making myself look old um maybe a mix of both <laughs> it's really weird because i'm like in between so i i don't know what i am what year were you born 98 oh yeah you're an I old really gen z. like fit in with bowl yeah but you didn't have myspace no i did not have myspace either oh but, but like it was mostly because i wasn't allowed to i was like barely allowed to have facebook which is like partially when we were we were sharing our photos earlier of like the old Facebook galleries. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like some of my photos are not as, I don't know, I don't have as many, but I was definitely the goody two shoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about how we became friends and kind of why we wanted to start the podcast in general and how everything began. I feel like you guys met each other first, right? Yeah. yeah. Brittany is like my perfect friend that I need mm-hmm. in my life because she's just very um 
What's I going on? Yeah, and like you forced me to be your friend, basically. <laughs> I, well, I that's was, what like, I need. Totally forcing, but I did. I was like, I think you shared a YouTube video. To so wait, did you story? follow her for a while? Like how? I feel like we. I feel like you followed me. I don't know. I followed you. And then you posted a YouTube, like you uploaded a new YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And then I went to your YouTube and found a couple different videos on like social media stuff. Or no, I think the video you uploaded was like social media sucks or something like that. Yeah. And it was, it was just hard. Like the I was reality. going through a hard time. Yeah. It was just the reality of like what we experience as content creators and influencers. And I was like, thank you. So-. And I watched it and I was like, oh my God. Like, and I wasn't like fangirling. I was just like, I genuinely was like, I feel the exact same way. And I voice messaged you because I was like driving and I was like, I just have to. Oh, yeah. I I feel like like I thought that was so weird, too. Yeah. People don't normally voice (laughs) message me. And I was like, this girl that I haven't talked to sent me a voice message in my DMs. Oh, God, that's everyone. Do I listen to it? What is it going to be? Yeah. Oh, my God. I wish you could. You should. After this, like scroll up and find it. Oh my Do god! Do they disappear? No, I don't think I don't so. Think so okay, I'll I'll I think go it should look. Still be there. That would be funny. It'd probably me be like, oh my god. And I think I was going through something at the same time of like, oh my god, like thank you so much for posting this. But like, it was one of those things where I just felt so like this is exactly how I'm feeling, and I was like so happy that someone else shared that same thought and that same feeling and it was just really really comforting because I I honestly like I need to go back and look at that episode because I think it was just so relatable we'll link it in the show notes because I think like everyone should watch it because it I is literally so filmed it on my iPhone it is <laughs> really yeah it's not very I mean good, it's, you can I do film, say some relatable things you can like film <laughs> something like in the worst conditions and it would still look beautiful it's not fair but thank you so <laughs> well true. I'll get there eventually <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I think I just voice messaged you. I like, and I was like voice messaging all my like Instagram friends. So it was like such a normal thing for me. Well, yeah. Um, and Brittany was also very much like, we need to talk about these things. So like, if you have any questions about rates or brands or whatever, like, let's not like, let's be transparent. Let's talk about it. And so we started talking and then you were yeah. like, okay, there's some more creators that we should talk to. So we like, was well, this after you had working dog mama and was it from your working dog mama account or was it from Rosie's account? I think it was from Rosie's account. It's a good question. But like, we like, I think chatted for a little while before I was like, Hey, we should add Maggie. And I remember, yeah. I don't know if you remember this Maggie, but like, you probably didn't realize this. Cause like, I don't know. Anyways, I had no idea. I was about to like on my on my end, you messaged me about Kong Box. Remember when Kong Box was a thing? Oh my god, that was yeah, that was so long ago. And you were like, you asked me a question about like rates or like how do you handle a certain situation? And the way I like knew you were different than someone else, just like asking about rates, was because like you were doing the damn thing, like you. Because I was charging them. (laughs) No, no, but like you were doing this like full time and like you were taking your like whole business and like your whole Instagram seriously and you weren't just trying to like you know what I mean like and I was just like I know that this girl is like not just trying to like make money I don't know you had like literally what I thought about you when I saw your account like I started to just see it like pop up because people would share you or like share like oh this girl helped me so much or like get followers or make money or whatever and then I'd be like who is this girl like what is a working dog mama (laughs) I know (laughs) I seriously as a side note I feel like I need to rebrand but like that's eventually um yeah yeah I thought the exact same thing about you because I felt like people I would talk to like I didn't know anybody specifically like dog related that was making money or doing it like full-time yeah. oh, whatsoever. Really? no I didn't know anybody see when you're in the corgi bubble community yeah every there's like, a lot of famous corgis right exactly and a lot of them are making money probably not enough money but they are oh that's interesting but yeah. I had another friend who she's more focused on her career currently but she's the one I met up with her in Oregon and we had gotten to meet each other actually in person and so we became closer friends that way but we met on Instagram and we would ask each other about brands and rates. And that's literally the only way that I knew 
how much to charge. Like she was like, I was probably charging a hundred dollars for an Instagram post. And she was like, you need to charge $400. That's what I'm charging. She's like, you should probably be charging more. And that was the first time. Hold on. (laughs) God damn it, guys. (laughs) Restart. So sorry. Welcome back too so glad we're fine (laughs) yeah I just I like literally you don't know what you're doing unless you have a friend on social media that's telling you what they're doing and you know it's just like a chain of yeah information I remember like there's one brand that Devin and I both worked with and I was like well I'm charging this for one video and you were like well I'm charging this and I was like well, your shit is better than mine. So you need to be charging the same as me or more. Yeah, and she was charging more than me. That's crazy. Yeah, but like, it's one of those things where it's like, I think there's so many different factors to like why you charge and like how you can charge. And it's like so little is to do with your followers. It's like, oh yeah, I learned really that the hard so, way. It's so, so much more to do with like your confidence and like belief in your value and like what you're going to do for the brand. And like how you communicate that but like it's it's a confidence thing so if you don't believe it like it's not going to just like flow out and be like oh yeah here like just charge five hundred dollars for this like if you don't believe it it's like so hard to do that yeah and like the topic of this episode isn't about (laughs) what you should be charging but I know that there are so many creators not even just in the pet niche but that just are not making the kind of money that we are making because they don't know how they're not I don't know we're just lucky that we figured it out I think Mm -hmm. as soon as you messaged me about Kong Bogs I had like gotten this like feeling I was like hey Devin like would you be okay if we like added Maggie to our chat like she's really cool like she's doing awesome things like let's do it Mm-hmm. But me and Devin yeah. didn't know each other. Like, no, I, I followed her. you. I once. didn't know she existed, which how yeah. sad. How many years I missed out on. I know. And then I saw because you were working with Plack Off mm-hmm. at that time also. So then I was like, oh, we're we both work for the same brand too. Yeah. So like cool to I don't know that made me think that you were legit also I guess so then I was just excited oh she works for legit brands okay <laughs> she's cool <laughs> no just that like you, we were doing the same thing or that we yeah. had like similarities were you guys like nervous for me to put you both in a group chat together no maybe a little bit but not really no. well I didn't think that like I would be creating a podcast <laughs> I with know you guys. I just thought it was like a casual group chat so I wasn't nervous at the time but when was this was this like like last fall like probably about a year ago I feel like I messaged you in like August oh yeah so a year ago wow yeah almost a whole year ago wow yeah and then we just started talking all the time like yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. and talking about like everything Mm-hmm. yeah so that's like why we wanted to come up with this podcast because our group chat was just popping off every day and we would just like come up with so many topics and ideas and be like sending each other five minute long voice memos that's mm-hmm. mostly me. <laughs> but I think that like we just had so much we wanted to share and we wanted to like make a podcast that was like a giant girls group chat. So we're very excited for this yeah. and to finally make it be happening. Did you guys like before you were making money on Instagram or anything like did you have friends in the dog community? I don't think I made I this is not a dog community thing, but I have made internet friends sense twitter times yeah or i would make friends somewhere at an event and then follow them on twitter or instagram and then we would continue talking and grow our relationship but i don't know if i talked about this last time but one of my best friends lives in australia he's australian and i met him through twitter because we both love ellie golding and we've traveled to australia together seattle new york city hawaii like that's so I, cool. Yeah. How was the first time when you met in person? See, the thing about internet friends is that you bond over something that you're so passionate about. And that's why like me and Brittany were so, it was so easy for us to talk and then adding Maggie in, like we're so passionate about content creation. And that was the same with my Australian friend. We were so passionate about Ellie Golding. <laughs> so we literally like, 
talked all weekend in Seattle. That was the first place we met in person about Ellie Golding. And it was just like such a big bond that everything was so easy that way. Yeah, that's so cool. That is I met cool. a friend in seventh grade on Omegle. Remember Omegle? Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. No um, way. Yes. That was the creepiest app. I don't know why I was allowed on it, but I'm sure my mom just <laughs> knew I would do it anyways. So she would rather know about it than not know about it. But um, yeah, me and my like two or three friends, we would go on it all the time. And obviously it was like a bunch of just like penises mostly. But, but then there's this one boy, he lives in Pennsylvania. And um I just like really got along with him and we are still friends literally I was like texting him the other day that's crazy I don't that think I crazy. have any friends from online like but besides, you do like, now. besides like yeah besides after create but like even through like when I got Instagram and everything like I didn't make any of my like college friends through Instagram or like post-college friend through Instagram. It was just like when I got dog Instagram that I made friends through Instagram. I and wonder if up so- with a lot of people. Oh yeah. Well, a few more than I have from Instagram. Yeah. It's been like the most am- like I I still can't believe like I've met some of the people I've met on Instagram that have just like actually changed my life. And um, you're an extrovert, but do you feel like there's a deeper connection just because you have that in common and you're both like I mean you're all so passionate about it I think that's definitely like a connecting point but most of the people that I've become like really close with online it's because of like something more we just have like a more real friendship in terms of the topics we talk about like we're not just talking about people and things and followers like we're talking about like life concepts or like things or like mental health or yeah like our lives in like a different manner and I think that's why like but it is like a a nice like jumping off point of like yeah yeah and like one of my very best friends was actually one of my clients that was through social media and then I we've just become like the best of friends that's um, awesome so that's really really special that kind of leads to the next question which is like do you consider internet friends to be real friends or do you feel like there kind of needs to be a quotation under of like oh they're just my instagram friend I feel like if you have their phone number, that qualifies as a real friend because I do have a lot of friends that I talk to that we message, we both follow each other like mutual friends, but I've never actually met them. Or even if I have, we haven't had like a deep conversation. Yeah. So obviously they're friends, but I would categorize it as a internet friend. Whereas with you two, we haven't met in person, but we just have talked so much about everything. Like you guys are obviously my real friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good distinction. Like when you feel comfortable and like excited to talk to somebody like beyond Instagram DMs. Yeah. And like you, I I feel like also maybe like you could, you see yourself like being able to meet up with them. Yeah. And hang out. And like have a good time. Yeah, because even if I haven't hung out with some of them, I could see myself hanging out with them. And then maybe at that point, I would be like, oh, yeah, she's my friend. Yeah. Dev, I have a question for you. With all of your Bumble BFF dates and like your experience with Bumble BFF, like at this point in time, like are you are you like more apprehensive about like meeting up with certain people from Bumble BFF? Or are you like, I don't know, like Um, excited? Or is it like you're like you kind of like are protecting your time and your space? Yeah, I need to protect my time, but also like it creates a lot of engagement on TikTok. So it's like, oh, this is a good TikTok topic or like vlog to do. Um, But it's helped me get more comfortable just meeting with people. But like I was kind of saying earlier, I feel like I don't connect with people easily. Like we need to like, I get really focused and passionate about like one thing at a time. And I like to hang out with people who are on the same wavelength. Otherwise it drains me. Yeah. But when we're both like passionate about the same thing, it energizes me. And I just meet so very few people like that. So with Bumble BFF, it's like dating. Like if I don't feel that energizing yeah. vibe, then it's it's awkward because then you have to like stop talking to them or like, you know, every once in a while I'll be like, hey, I hope you're still doing good, but I don't want to hang out. You know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I fully agree because it's like when you're meeting with somebody where you don't have something fully in common or that like that one big passionate thing that you can talk about forever, then like 
I don't know if it's an introvert thing or like having anxiety or what, but then you're more focused on like, what are you going to say next? Like, what did they think yes. of what you said? Like, then you're trying to make it so there's no awkward silences or like you're thinking more about having the conversation than just mm-hmm. like, and then that's why it's so draining. Like The time that I hung out with the same person from Bumble BFF twice, the second time we hung out, there kept being awkward silences and I would just like panic in those yeah. moments. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to ask. And that was so draining for me. Yeah. But I was like, when can I go home? I'm tired. Like, I don't know what to say. And do that's you feel when you like know. if you approach, like, obviously it's like really hard to do this, like given like what you just said about like feeling like you need to kind of have that ongoing flow of conversation but like could you set a different like intention or expectation that like there will just be like some pauses and like you can just kind of like let things come up as they come up like I really I could wish probably you guys try. could see Devin's face <laughs> what was <laughs> I doing like you're like I don't think I can do that. <laughs> yeah, because I think I have uh one of my issues is that I don't like quiet. Like I fe- I don't feel comfortable in the silence. Like my little Same. sister, she's ten years younger than me, and she's a Virgo. She's not shy, but she's an introvert, and she's very comfortable with silence. Like so, I'll hang out yeah. with her, and we'll just silently drive somewhere or whatever. And the whole time, I'll be like, Oh my god, this is awkward. Like I don't even know what to say to my sister, but she's like, she doesn't care. But for some reason, yeah. I don't oh, it's like still even with your sister, you're thinking those things like when yeah. you know that she's chilling with it. Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. because for me, yeah. it's like if I'm comfortable with them more, like if it was even you guys, like I would feel fine if it is silent because like I know that we're chilling. Yeah. So that's know. like some kind of mental block or like yeah. I have an issue with awkward silences because I don't want people to think that I my whole life I've grown up with people labeling labeling me as quiet. So mm-hmm. I don't want people to think that I'm quiet you know that is probably so that probably has so much to do with it like you mm-hmm. are literally trying to like prove to people that you're not quiet that yeah. makes sense mine is like I feel like it comes from people pleasing and like I want them to think that we're having a good conversation or oh, like I don't I'm want that them way too. to think it was bad <laughs> I don't yeah know. I want everybody to be having fun and if somebody's not having fun in the group then I'm like paranoid about them and I can't have fun yeah me throwing a party is like a nightmare like oh my god yeah so concerned I'm like first of all nobody's gonna come and then (laughs) if they are there then I'm like they're not having a good time I'm just oh my god it's horrible so one thing that might help like obviously it will take practice but like this is what this is like how I view silence is is like there's a lot of like big speakers that intentionally like like present like people that present and like people that give speeches like even like TED talks and stuff where they give like intentional pauses like they will like stop and they'll count like one two three oh my god I could and that like that feels like forever right but it like gives people time to like process and it's powerful because if you think about it like if we're going back and forth like how are we able to like process our thoughts? Like, how are we able to like think about like a thoughtful response? Because nine times out of 10, like both of you are thinking what you're going to respond to me right now. Right. So that you can like instantly give me a response. But like, if we gave a pause, you could say something like more like from the heart or you could like actually form a response that's like- dude I've been thinking about what I wanted to say about internet friends being real for like the past five minutes <laughs> say it Maggie that's <laughs> just like once it's in my head then like I can't <laughs> you'll forget it well especially because you and I both have like ADHD so yeah I have ADHD I will forget it if wait you do too Brit. I didn't know that yeah. I feel like every like got it but like the best part is our I feel like our ADD is also different um yeah <laughs> like how it manifests yeah but but truly like if you think about the power of like the pause and like what it can do for conversations like it actually changes the game and like I'm still practicing this but yeah. it's something that like can actually make the conversations way better that's crazy. Maggie, what were you going to say about internet friends? No. <laughs> I just was going to say that, like, I feel like it's kind of the same as if you're, like, going to high school or college. Like, it's, like, there's people that you might just say hi to or, like, tell them that they have a cute outfit. But, like, 
you're not necessarily close friends with them. They're just like acquaintances or whatever. Exactly. So I think it's it's exactly what you were saying. Like there's a lot of people that are just like, I like them and I think they look cute or what, or like their dog or their outfit or whatever. There's but, like, also we're not best friends. There's this weird factor of like your friends and family not thinking that it's legitimate. I don't yes. know if you guys, because like I literally, I think because I'm just, weird and shy I've had a lot of internet friends and I just feel like when I tell my mom like oh I'm starting a podcast with my two friends that I met on Instagram Mm -hmm. like I don't even know if there's like a stigma around it or something oh for sure I fully agree I'm the exact same way my mom's so used to it now though like when I told her about you guys she's like wow like so excited (laughs) that's awesome because she knows I've had friends on Omegle since I was like seventh in seventh grade yeah yeah you're so right like it feels like a real job or real friends oh my god totally it's all the same hate that and I have like such a hard I have like such a struggle with like proving myself Mm -hmm. that trying to explain like even like social media and like paid advertising and like any of that world of like marketing to somebody they are just like like you know they're like what do you mean or like oh you're just talking about whatever and it's like it's really draining to like try and explain that to somebody when you're legitimize this is a fucking like how 32 billion dollar industry like Mm -hmm. fuck you like this is so much more legit than your stupid nine to five job (laughs) yeah like even I was thinking like oh once we go on like a trip together like we want to go on a podcast trip and take photos and have a new cover Mm -hmm. photo and stuff and like even I was thinking about that like of telling people like oh maybe they'll be more legit friends once we like go on vacation together or whatever but that doesn't actually make sense I've always felt that way I think once I do go on a trip with one of my internet friends, then Mm -hmm. it feels more real to my family or friends. Yeah. Yeah. When it really shouldn't, because it's like all the same, like it's all what we make of it, but it's draining to try and like explain it to somebody else who like one, they like just don't care to get it. Like when someone just doesn't like care to take the time to really understand what you're doing, they're like, Oh, it's just like some internet thing. Like, no, it's like so much more than that. And you are just not taking the time to understand that at all. Exactly. Do you guys still have friends from when you were younger or like in elementary school or middle school or no? Where are most of your friends from? I only, the only friends that I have from when I was young are my sister's friends. She kept it. She's like pretty much still. Wait, what is your age difference? Three and a half years. Oh wow, yeah. So you have are you do you live with your middle sister or your yeah, sister? My middle okay. sister. Okay. Uh she's like still friends with all of her high school friends. And like her best friend was her best friend since third grade. So obviously I've been close with her as well. Like we've gone on trips together. Like she's my family. So those are really the only law like since I was a kid Long friendships friendship. I have. Uh-huh. Are you, but, do you have friends from college? My best friend I met in college, she's my best friend currently, and we both loved Lady Gaga. That's why we started talking. And like literally two weeks after we met, I invited her to go to LA with me to try to meet Lady Gaga. (laughs) And we like just, she, except for you two, is the last friend that I've just connected with right away. I love that. And it was just so easy. It's like and the best feeling. I've also made friends from work and stuff, like some really awesome girls I've worked with, but we don't make each other a priority, you know, because we also have separate lives. That's, and... I feel like, the hardest thing about being an adult as a friend, mm-hmm. like, in making friends, because, like, they have their, like, adult friends that they've made a priority. And, yeah. like, they've, they have their family. They have their, like, maybe a significant other or like a kid even sometimes I have a handful of friends from first and third grade that's a long time yeah and you know it's like funny it's like they're my guy friends from like third grade and like yeah and I went to both of their two of their weddings this year and I was just like reminded of like how freaking lucky I am like have met them and like just be such good friends with them and then like one of my really good childhood friends from first grade. We're like the friends that just like pick up where we left off. 
type mm, people. That's so nice. Yeah. I love and that. like, there's been a couple years since we like really connected, but like at both of these weddings, we like connected again. It was just like the most amazing thing. Um, and then I have a lot of friends from high school and college. I really feel like high school was like great just because of like certain circumstances. I feel like it just made us stronger as friends. Mm-hmm. I have like one of my other best friends from middle school I feel like I'm friends with all different types of people and like my friend in middle school is like very like introverted and very like she's very similar to both of you actually and she's just like the most special person but then in college I feel like I got to really choose my friends yeah um, and so like we were put in situations and we connected and we like continued that connection like all throughout our lives and I just like went to one of their bachelorette parties in May and then my other like college friends we just like keep in touch like it it sucks and it's tough sometimes just because like all of my best friends are like all over the country like there's no like there's there's one girl that's in that's in um Chicago so yeah yeah. that's tough it's it's really tough because you have to like be so intentional about like the FaceTime dates and like the like texting and voice messaging and like everything like that yeah Yeah, that's that's hardest for me also are most of your best friends in arizona still max yeah um literally i went to a very small elementary school and then the middle school was like it was all the same campus so Mm -hmm. everyone pretty much stayed there and then most of the kids went to the same high school also or it was like one of two high schools so we pretty much all just still hung out there was like 60 kids in our grade from like first grade to eighth grade so we were like all close friends all dated each other all (laughs) (laughs) all mixed around um and it was very fun and they're still like all of my best friends there was like periods where we weren't friends or we got in fights or whatever but like for the most part those are like my people where they're like my family and it's so crazy because now they're like having babies and getting married and things like that I know it's so weird I know it's so weird but yeah those are like most of my friends are all in Arizona and then I have friends from work from Arizona also that's still in Arizona and then that's how I met my boyfriend so like my college friends are my boyfriend's friends basically because like that's how they became my friends and then that's I met nice. him yeah so it's like we have a combo of like all college friends and then yeah I have my high school and middle school friends and then my one best friend out here I met from Instagram um because she has Finley's half brother I was gonna say how did you make friends when you moved out to Oregon I have not <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Um, It was really unfortunate. I feel like, well, part of it is just my personality and my lack of trying to meet friends. Yeah, I have the same problem. Yeah. Um, That's why we need a Brittany to like force, like not force, but like we're both a lot more passive. Yeah. And she's more, I don't like the word aggressive, but that's the opposite of passive. So I was going to say forceful. A better word is just that I'm a connector. That's a good word. I don't know. Well, we moved in June of 2019. So the first year I felt was really like I wasn't trying to make friends or anything. I was just trying to like graduate college and then like settle in and also keep in touch. It's like you're trying to make friends, but then you also have all of your family and friends to keep in touch with. So then that's like a hard thing. It's like you're trying to make friends, but like nobody compares to your old friends. And then also like you just don't have the time for it. And then yeah. we went into a pandemic for two years. So it wasn't like the best <laughs> environment for me to make friends. But now I feel like I'm starting to. And Cameron has like, he works with a lot of boys and girls. And luckily, all the girls he works with are like the nicest, cutest girls ever. Yeah, and the boys he works with have great girlfriends. So that's the thing I'm missing with working in an office is that ability yeah. to make friends there. Because coworkers are such an easy way to make friends. Yeah, you have so much to talk about. Depending on like what working in marketing, us girls all talked like we would talk all day long about stuff that we had in common. Yeah, I guess that brings us to making friends. The differences when you're a kid and as an adult, because that's kind of how it is. Like as an adult, it feels like you have to try so much more. I guess. Yeah. Well, kids don't have that like insecurity. 
Like as an adult, you just start to question everything and get insecure and question yourself with a kid. You're just like anybody. Do you want to play dolls or whatever? And you like just go play with anyone. But even when I was a kid, like I was not out here doing that. Like I was crying on my first day of school. (laughs) Like like my I had an extroverted friend who took me while I was crying on the first day of kindergarten and was like, be my friend. Like and then we were friends for so long. Like I was probably doing that. that. Yeah, I'm sure you were. (laughs) But that's necessary. I also think that like there's so many like activities and things that you do and like just repetition of like seeing people when you're younger. Like you are in the same class or like you play the same sport or whatever that is. And in when you're an adult, like you you have to like find time to go hang out. So like you might connect on your first like time hanging out, but then you have to like figure out, okay, when are you going to hang out again? And then like, yeah, you're going to hang out again after that. And then you have to like figure out like, cause like on the first like couple hangouts, you're not going to just like spill your entire life. And like, maybe if you do, you're drunk and like, you don't like fully remember it. So you have to like relive it again. (laughs) I do that. And then (laughs) you have to like kind of find those moments of like connecting. Yeah. And like, as a kid, really freaking hard to like hang out five times in a exactly. short time span like well let alone like yeah, that month. could take half a year oh, yeah, because exactly. <laughs> you both have your own lives whereas as a kid like I made friends in dance and gymnastics because we were there four days a week every you know and then on the weekends we didn't have anything else going on so we would hang out with each other when you're making friends with a co-worker you see each other at work but then on your two days off you have on the weekend you guys have other shit going on yeah, yeah. so yeah it's rough and like I feel like one of my best friends I made at work, we spent every waking moment together. We like carpooled together mm-hmm. and we like sat next to each other and we did lunch together and like we partied on the weekends together. And, like, oh my God. We were together all of the time. But like, it's so rare that like that's you're how find that person. Yeah. That's how me and my current best friend are. She has a lot of anxiety and stuff now. So that's why we don't hang out that much. But at one point we were living together and working together. So I literally was with, but then I would have like, when we would come home from work, I would make dinner and go eat it in my bedroom because <laughs> I needed time away from her. Yeah, But like, yeah, she, we didn't carpool because I literally needed that space. My, for oh, my yeah. 10 minute drive to work, I just needed to be alone. Yeah. But yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think that's what's cool is like my friendships from elementary school and stuff. I have like deeper connections with them, I feel like. And maybe like you're saying, it takes so much longer to catch up with new friends because it literally could take you half a year to hang out five times. And in, in elementary school, you get that in a week. Mm-hmm. So like it definitely makes sense why those connections feel deeper. But then I feel like now, like you're saying, you get to choose your friends. And I feel like I'm meeting people who I just have like a lot more in common with or at like similar stages of life as me or whatever it may be where those things are like more different now with my elementary school friends. But like they know every detail of my life and I can be like, remember this first boy that I ever kissed? And they're like, yeah, oh my God, I remember when that went down. Like it's nice. Yeah. I think it's like also hard as an adult to figure out like how invested the other person is too. Like that's what scares me. I might be like invested to like talk to you. So I'm going to like message you and like, you're like, oh, I don't really need any more friends or like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's like, you know, it's like a passive thing. And so it's like, how much do you put into one person at the beginning? So then it's like this like touch and go thing of like, okay, are we actually going to hang out again? And if we are, like, how invested are you and how invested am I? Yeah, I think that's why I had the – I think that's why I had the courage with Bumble because people are actually looking for friends. Like, they want friends too. Whereas if I just went up to someone at yoga or something, I don't know if that girl needs friends or wants friends. Like, That's very true. I never thought about it like that. And I have a fear of rejection, so. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like, it's definitely, like, scary to be rejected. Mm -hmm. I also really put out the energy. Like, I always say, like, I don't need more friends. I don't need new friends. Because, like, it feel I always feel like I'm not being the greatest friend to, like, all my friendships in Arizona. Like, because it just feels impossible to keep up with every friendship and every family member. Yeah. I've kind of always wanted a friend group like Friends or How I Met Met Your Mother. You know, those TV shows where 
the adult friendships, they're just always together. Same. And I've never had that. Well, like, Debbie would probably, like, hate that. (laughs) I know. Alone. Yeah, but I do just wish I had a friend group that, like, like, invited me every weekend because they were always hanging out on the weekends or something. Yes, that's what I miss about college. Like, just having at the end of a work day or, I mean, yeah, working or, like, just on the weekends or whatever it's like you know you have the plans or like what are we all doing tonight like exactly yes or just hanging out at a house like that's like one reason I love like guy friends because like they always like have something like on their calendar yeah something I was literally just gonna say like I feel like those groups always work out more when it's mostly guys and less girls like any girl group I've had falls apart (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Because girls have other things going on, and we're like, I don't know, we want to go fight. work out and go like get our house cleaned up, and I don't yeah, know. and we need. I think we look for more in common, and like look more, look for more within our friendships than guys do necessarily. Like, I don't know. I feel like my boyfriend and his friends don't necessarily I mean they do talk deep things sometimes but for the most part it's like just guys to golf with or to play video games with or yeah whatever when more so I'm like I need to tell you my deepest thoughts and feelings going on yeah that's so true do you think it's possible for guys and girls to be friends without anything else going on 100% mostly because like those are my like some of my closest guy friends yeah um but I feel like my close those guy friend relationships are from third grade Mm -hmm. so like we've known each other for life and then another one of my best guy friends I met in college when I was like dating his roommate and we just connected and like we've just been best friends ever since so I feel like it was kind of like an automatic like that's never gonna happen yeah but like we also just connected on such a different level that like it's just like very very different in terms of like very very brother sister like best friends forever yeah I feel like that's always going to be situational it's like just going to depend on the situation it's like you mean the topic of can a guy and girl be best friends with each other without having romantic feelings yeah I mean my best guy friend is gay so I mean (laughs) that's what I was gonna just say I think they can't unless the situations are that they're gay or that they dated one of your good friends or they're good friends with your boyfriend or partner or whatever like I think any guy friend I have that I'm friends with like we definitely had to crush on each other at some point or they're why wouldn't you friends or they're gay yeah Unless, I mean, if you were in a very good relationship and your best friend was also a guy, like, I don't see a problem with that. I think that would be weird. If there were no boundaries, but I don't think it would be, I mean, yeah, I guess like you're, it would be weird if you were going to your best guy friend about all of your problems instead of your partner. Exactly. I think that's not, I don't think that could work. No. I definitely feel like it, like, it all depends on like how you set up the relationship like you said about boundaries like yeah you're like so clear on your boundaries like you're dating somebody else and like you're doing different like way different activities or like you just have a very different relationship with the other person yeah it like sets you up for success like I think like Cameron has girlfriends that he has for middle school or like the girls that he works with or things and I look at that as like a green flag and like a good sign because it's like you look at females in more than just a sexual way or like you look at them as worthy of being your friend in a sense like I think that's good but like if he had a best friend that like he was going to instead of me for things or like talking to them about me then I'd be like no 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 yeah Totally. And I think if a guy and a girl were best friends and they were single, they were both single, there's no way that they wouldn't. Like, why yeah, wouldn't you exactly. be boyfriend and girlfriend? That's what I'm saying. Because that's like the dream is to be a like boyfriend and girlfriend with your best friend. With your best so, friend. Yeah. Have you guys I ever know. had a friendship breakup? Like where you really stop being friends with a friend or maybe just momentarily? Oh, yeah. I've had a few. I remember in 
eighth grade when my wait oh was I a freshman I don't know I was maybe a freshman Uh, my best friend got a boyfriend and that created a huge separation in the two of us and I just I remember I have a visual of me up in the middle of the night crying art text arguing with her I don't even know what it was about or why but yeah we had a huge fight and like just kind of stopped talking wow so it's still have you not talked since then like it kind of no yeah we were never friends again like we kind of were like acquaintances like I mean we follow each other on yourself what yeah it didn't and she she I don't want to say that she cared more about her boyfriend because I mean we were so young are they still together no there never are (laughs) I know that's really shitty yeah that is I definitely had like friendships fizzle out over time, but not anything like like anything happened. Really, what do you do in a friendship where like you feel it fizzling out and like you're you're fine with it, but you don't know necessarily what page they're on type of thing? Like, how do you appropriately fizzle out a friendship? Well, like it's the like friends so still trying this. to get together with you, and you don't yeah, want to, kinda. or oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just feel like you're. Not that there's anything bad. There's no hard feelings. There's no fights. Nothing like that. It's just like you don't necessarily mean to be as close. Yeah. Well, I feel like it also depends on like I've had friends where like I would still like be friends with them. But like I recognize they like have obviously different priorities in their life. Mm. And it's like I just don't have the time or energy to like invest that in it you know what I mean yeah so maybe like, I'm just a I, friend I like well I in in the same things happen to me where people are like oh do you like it's the flip side where it's like oh do you want to hang out do you want to hang out and like you just can't make time yeah that's and then they how. get that sense yeah. or I'm like I do like a two-time like hey do you want to hang out or like you know I like try and make plans and it's just kind of not really happening and it's like okay that's okay like yeah, if that person has common sense, they're not going to keep texting you every day to hang out, you know, <laughs> if you keep blowing yeah. them off or saying you don't have time or whatever. I think it's probably the people pleaser in me that like breadcrumbs or gets like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or like, whatever, because there's no hard feelings or anything. So yeah. it's hard not to be like too nice. I've never had like a one sided like Friendship drift apart. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a first <laughs> for me too. Are you currently experiencing that? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Oh. Uh, what are you doing about it? <laughs> I'm kind of worried she'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing. I'm not doing anything about it. That's what's weird for me is like it's not like I love her so much. It's not like I like am mad at her that we fought or literally anything like that. It's just like like I was saying, is like I feel like I just don't have the capacity to include her in my weekly check-ins and that like well I don't think you need to do that okay well when I say like weekly check-ins I don't actually mean that I'm like a month a monthly or every other month yeah sure (laughs) yeah whatever it may be like I feel like I more so need to make friends where I live and yeah so focus on like I don't know but I've definitely had intense friend breakups before where we like fought and it was like very miserable and like that's probably the worst times like of my life um yeah but I'm friends again with everybody that I like had those intense fights with that's good yeah yeah isn't it kind of it's like kind of weird reflecting on some of those friendships where like you had like I had like one very specific like we like I guess you could call it like a break in a friendship yeah and we're like Isn't that's so yeah. funny it's like a but, like it destroyed me yeah. like and I didn't understand it in that moment but like I think it was so healthy for her to like and I feel like at that time like we both didn't have the like because when I was in high school like we nobody talked about mental health nobody talked about therapy nobody talked about like anything that you were going through yeah like you might talk you might talk about like how you're sad because you broke up with a boy or like you might talk about whatever like superficially but we had so many things going like me and this friend like had so many things going on and 
she just needed a beat. She just needed a beat to like process life and like process all the different things. And then we became friends again after like that time. And I feel like it's been, it's like made our friendship stronger because we did that versus like something else. Like, cause basically what I'm trying to say is that it's like not related to like the friendship. It's like very much like outside the friendship and it's not you yeah it's like our own individual shit that we have going on and like totally yeah it's either my shit is triggering her shit or like her shit is like triggering my shit or like you know there's outside things that are happening that yeah I think it was really good that we both like processed it and like I've been able to look back at this circumstance and be like oh like this was actually really healthy for us to experience this but like in the moment it was like horrific like it was the worst thing that could have happened yeah Yeah. I agree I think it also made it stronger for us and like it made it so we're just more comfortable sharing any feelings that we had or like like I felt like kind of for years we would like hold things in if we were sad or did something to hurt the other person and like now it's just not like that like we just straight up say it and that helps so much like yeah then you don't fight anymore we should do an episode on first, like go over like first kiss, first friendship, first everything. Like, yeah, that'd be fun. I was just I, thinking we should do like a listener story of friend breakups. Oh yeah, I want I want to do so many episodes where our listeners send us in like stories or advice that they need or things like that for us I know. to react. Those to. are my favorite types of episodes to listen to. Yeah, same for sure. I think that one thing I've learned about just friendships is that like it's okay for them to like grow and evolve, and it's okay for like you to let friendships like fizzle out. Yeah, yeah, new people because like we grow and evolve as people. So like to expect that like you are going to be best friends with the same person for like twenty years, or you know, it's great if that does happen, but like it's fully okay to like grow and evolve and like choose your friends and choose new friends as you go. Yeah. I see that a lot on social media about like cutting toxic people out of your life or cutting friends out of your life if you need to. And I totally agree. Like I've never been in one of those situations, but if someone is toxic quotes in your life or bringing you down or making you feel bad, I I think it's valid to cut them out of your life. I don't know how to do that, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe we'll have a therapist on one day. That'd be fun. (laughs) That would be fun. Okay. So basically every week at the end of our episodes, we want to do like highs and lows, peak and pit type of thing, except we can't come up with a cute name. So if any of you have any suggestions for a name for that sort of thing, we would love to hear it. Your peak and your pit of the week, but with a funner name. Something cute. Yeah. Whatever you can come up with. We'll take suggestions. Message it to us. Yeah. (laughs) Then we'll vote on the winner. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and it and it can't be high and low yeah not high and low it yeah or no wins or loss yeah. yeah okay Devin do you want to start um my peak was I did not think this through before we started I did not either <laughs> I was just thinking that right now I was like I did not pre-plan this whatsoever um I collaborated with Target which is like oh, a dream yeah. <laughs> partnership. Yeah, like a big deal. Like it was yeah, literally yeah. Target, you know. And it like went so great. Yeah. I sent in my analytics today. I mean, partnership analytics are never that great, but and it sucks with reels when you have to do it the next day. Like it's like, guys, can I send this in a month? <laughs> yeah, I know. They gave me the weekend, but like yeah um 30 days from now is when it's probably gonna pop off if it does yeah honestly yeah. sometimes I'll like resend it to brands like if it does really well after that oh then that's I, like, smart go extra do it yeah I think it's so important to like send it again because especially with rails like you just never know what's gonna happen yeah and I'll keep an eye on it it's exciting for like especially if it's an agency to be like hey we actually got like 5,000 or 10,000 extra impressions on this so report this back yeah um my pit is just that I my period cycle controls my energy and mood so much and what's annoying is like you get a spike of energy and motivation right before all of 
your estrogen and progesterone drops off. So I just got to the point where I have no energy or motivation. So I was like killing it, creating content, and then it just drops off. And I don't even have the creativity to do anything fun. So I've been going through that for the past couple of days and it's annoying. I hate that so much. It's that is annoying. I'm going through the same thing. And I don't track it enough to like know that it's happening. So mm. it's always like after that, oh, that's how you felt like shit. Like, <laughs> I check my app like every day. I'm like, what's today going to be like? Um, I'm going through literally the exact same thing this week. Like it sucks so bad because you're at such like a peak of how you feel like it feels like you're like oh I'm gonna crush this and you're like making all these plans and all these ideas and then the very next phase is like I need to lay in bed yeah do you get really self-critical during that point too yes so do I I feel like like this this whole week like all I do is just like like I have a thought and then like the next thought immediately is like that's not true don't think that like yeah I think you know everything I'm doing isn't good enough I suck my ideas suck yeah. Yeah, in those phases. I just yes. hate how hard it is to like pull yourself out of it. Yeah. Like it's like there and you like know that's happening, but it's like you can't just like detach from it. It's like, no, I'm going to stay here. We're going to just like be in this like moment. Yeah. Yeah. And like sometimes I just let it win and I'll just take a break, but it's annoying having to do that every 25 days or whatever literally it's not fucking annoying um yeah that's definitely also my pit or low or whatever have you talked to the doctor about it Dev? like and about it being pmdd or whatever because it just sucks it like feels good to know but then also there's nothing you can really do about it like birth control is basically the only option to like regulate it so then you can yeah know ahead of time or pre-plan your weeks and stuff but it's like you can only pre-plan so much like you can't live your life on a 28-day schedule it's not the world wasn't built for that no yeah i know it's built for the boys because it's built by men (laughs) yeah exactly um my high is probably i'm hiring somebody oh yeah (laughs) so exciting i am so excited um i just I'm very excited because it was like scary to me obviously to delegate anything because I just am scared to do that um but the idea of it now and like once I like came up with tasks that I could need and like testing it all out and seeing what things help me like I feel like it's going to be really good and will help me end up making more money in the long run even though I'm going to be losing money paying people yeah but it's going to help you investing money you are good at and you can always just have like test people like you are testing people out. But depend if you're having them, let's say you want to have them make social media graphics, you just test it and see if they're good. And if they're not, then cut yeah. your losses. Like exactly. That's you're not hiring most... this person. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You're right. But that's the thing I'm also scared of is like um, giving criticism or like anything oh, yeah. of like, you. I don't want you to like, oh, I'm not going to hire you or whatever. Like when I know these people. They're not just randoms. That'll be good for you to work on, though. That's something I need to work on, too, is, like, criticism. Yeah, it'll be scary. I think a big thing with that, too, is just, like, creating this space for it. If you keep your whole relationship casual or your, like, whole, like, hiring process casual, like... But, like, I think you're going about it in the very right way because you're, like, making a very official process. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, if you do reviews and you like give feedback in a very official manner like it makes giving negative feedback as well as positive feedback in like a very easy way yeah but also remember this positive feedback sandwich you give positive oh yeah feedback negative feedback and positive feedback. i always heard of it as kiss kick kiss <laughs> <laughs> um how do you feel like um because you were saying that one of your clients became like one of your closest friends so how do you do that and like manage that relationship of being like them paying you and also being your friend so I think it like started as a very gradual friendship like she invested in like a one-on-one session with me and then she invested like another one-on-one session with me and then she joined my like mastermind and like in between her like joining the second time and then the mastermind like we became like closer friends Mm mm-hmm 
And it actually gave me the idea for the mastermind because I knew that she wanted to do more. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it, it was kind of like this back and forth thing where I was like, we, I think we like kind of constantly had like boundaries with like what we talked about via text. Cause it, the, here's another, just like a boundary thing. I used to like let my clients text me and then I eventually moved it to a different app that was like separate from texting Mm-hmm. so that it didn't have like access to me all the time and I think that was really big but that was like before my like best friend I would call her so like basically during that time we would I was like giving a lot of business advice and we really talked about a lot of business but then we were also talking about a lot of life so like after like mm-hmm. our client relationship ended we like just kept texting yeah so that's I feel like is what's like, good because that's yeah. hard to find a balance of like when you're doing one-on-one calls that she's paying you for and then it becomes you're doing one-on-one calls and talking about maybe some of the similar things but then you're not being paid it's like a weird yeah because I have that happen a lot where like friendships form from people that pay me yeah yeah and you have to make sure you have boundaries for yourself like you need even if they're your friends you need to be paid for your time you know yeah. So you have to make sure you, otherwise the friendship is going to get messy if you start resenting someone for taking advantage of you or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like this friend also, like she is so big into boundary setting and she's like very independent. So it's also like she understands at the same time. It's funny if you know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would probably like. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. She has a shirt that talks about boundaries. (laughs) Oh. I think I know who it is then. But she's like literally changed my whole fucking life. So it's also like, I don't know. It's It's hard to, it's really hard to define like a boundary for someone who's like, I don't know, changed my whole world. When you're getting things mutually though, that's what becomes different because it's not just you're providing her with things. It's like she's, you're also getting things out of the friendship. Yeah, 100%. Okay, what are your high and low? Yeah, <laughs> tangent. <laughs> Sorry, tangent. Well, I got like an $1,800 deal. And I don't know if you guys have noticed my like Instagram, but it's not been very active. So, oh, you got it for your um, yourself? Yeah, for myself. Nice. And so, like, when I say that though, like, it's not like a braggy thing of like, I haven't really been posting, but like, this is where I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter what your follower count is or what your engagement rate is or like any of that shit. So, hopefully, that's inspirational in terms it's of like, totally. And that money. goes back to what we were talking about in the very beginning about how some creators that have huge followings or great engagement aren't making money, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But when you are confident and you know what you're doing, you're making money. doesn't matter how many followers you have. Yeah. Obviously, I need to be better. And that's, like, part of the thing. It's, like, I felt a lot of, like, the low is, like, just, I need to, like, just redefine, like, what I want to do, like, with my, like, whole business across the whole, like, breadth of my business of, like, Mm -hmm. working dog mama, my personal brand, and, like, my agency. And I'm so stuck in this, like area of like my personal like brand like Rosie and Britt page mm-hmm. and it's like just causing me a lot of anxiety and like a lot of like overthinking because it's so sorry finish it's just there's just so many different things going on like and obviously I'm not even like doing anything really with my like agency page but like it's just there well but you are doing yeah I'm doing like a lot of shit with it like behind the scenes but nobody's I like don't post it and I think I honestly needed it I needed this like time of like a pause Mm -hmm. on like a lot of activity because I just needed this time to like figure it out and I think like this the last month or so I figured it out a little bit more but it's still this like mind thing where it's just like what am I doing yeah it just takes a lot of space up. Yeah, I think you will figure that. it out more. It's interesting because I feel like a lot of it is like uh, the changes that we all went through at the beginning of the year of changing our accounts to have our names. I'm still them. figuring that shit out. Yeah. Like it's all kind of the same thing of like diversifying. Like that's with me with my business page. It's like what it's, I completely ignore it at this point. But it's like what do you post yeah. on your business page versus your personal page versus 
whatever and like you having three is quite complicated to figure out yeah what you're gonna post and when and every all of that yeah I definitely want to like dive into that more in like a separate episode because I think that Deb you have like a lot and even like Maggie you have like transformed like your content over the last like six to six months to a year yeah I think like we should definitely talk about like brand identity and yeah totally so many people are not doing it right yeah yeah. And like it's kind of funny because it's like such a massive like first part of my program that I teach. We dive into yeah. literally like a whole like That's what I do I first. I devote also. to it. It's like essential. And it like is life-changing for people. Mm-hmm. And yet it's like really hard for me to like sit down and do it myself. That's interesting. Yeah. What um, about your pit? That was the pit. That was my pit. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was, like, they like merged into each other I know. yeah they did they did <laughs> the anxiety and like the I don't know whatever confusion of my brand identities spanning my accounts but you still yeah. got a deal and you're still doing good yeah <laughs> but that's, that's like it's such a like duality of like it's highs and lows highs and lows can't have one without the other yeah yeah exactly okay guys we are going to be doing a q a episode in the next few episodes so we would love if you sent us any questions you have about any topic social media friendships dog instagram making money on instagram whatever you want to ask or you can just ask for advice or tell us about any situation going down in your life that you want yeah us to give you advice on we are down to answer our email is so glad we're friends at gmail.com you can send us anything you'd like don't be afraid to send us something yeah please do we want to answer your questions Thank you guys so much for listening. Please rate us and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram at so glad we're friends and we'll leave all of our other Instagrams and social medias in the description. That's all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>